guys, and welcome back to the podcast. This is Paint the Town Dead, and I am one half of your host, Caitlin. And I'm Andrew. Hello, Andrew. How about that football? Football. Did you watch the football? What do you think? Uh, I assume you watched it, and your mind was also blown by watching the Chiefs-Bills game. Yeah. Hey, Can can you believe it? My best friend, Alyssa, and her husband and his family, they do love the Chiefs, so was it good news for them? It was good news for them, bad news for me, but good news for those who are also like, I just want to watch a thing that's exciting. Oh, was it exciting? It was very exciting. Legitimately one of the most exciting football games of all time. Why? Uh, Because the Bills scored with like two minutes left then the Chiefs scored with a minute left then the Bills scored and there was 13 seconds left and then the Chiefs scored with there being 13 seconds left and it went to overtime and the Chiefs scored wow that's why it was exciting pretty intense the the Bills scored two touchdowns in the final two minutes and still lost just wild it was crazy that is crazy Um, that's an evenly matched team right there yeah that was a Whoever won that game, it was pretty much, I think most people are thinking like, that's your Super Bowl champion most likely, but Mm -hmm. we'll see. Things can change. The Bengals beat the Chiefs earlier in the season, and they're about to play, so. Bengals? Have they ever been to the Super Bowl? Uh, Back in the 80s, early 80s, they went twice before we were born. That, yes. They actually, this year, they've won two playoff games, which is more playoff games than they won in the 90s. Ooh. And the 2000s Ooh. and the 2010s Ooh. combined. That's what I was like. I've never heard anything about They've them. They've been terrible for a long time. It's Where been are they based out of? Cincinnati. Okay. It had been, I think, 29 seasons since they won a playoff game. That's really bad. It is really bad. <laughs> but they got a really good quarterback. But we'll see. Joe Burrow. Joe but, Biden. Very good. <laughs> Joe. Sure. Some people might think that. Oh. Um, it could be worse. Well, Andrew, um, enough football, please, dear God. Um, I'm just kidding. I know you like we're it. We're going to talk about something more exciting for both of us. Oh, really? The what death is it? of human beings. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, that's... That's the concept of the show. It's kind of what we based our, sh- our title off it, of. It's a play you, on words. If you don't want to hear about people dying... Honestly, listen to something else. Because I don't know what to tell you. Usually, I think, well, how many episodes? Two episodes? Something don't like that. Don't include people dying. Still not great things happening, but. And I think, well, I want to say it might be even be just like one. And one of them is like the main person didn't die, but they almost died. But then somebody killed themselves. So we still got That's a right. death still in there. That, yes. So it might just be one. I'm not sure. I think you're right. I think you're right. But that's that, that's basically what we talk about. It's like don't watch RoboCop if you don't want to see a man be shot into pieces. I mean that makes sense. But also watch RoboCop. It's one of the best movies. Okay. Um, In that vein, listen to us. We're one of the best podcasts. That's right. That's a bit hubris. Um, I according to my rankings, my personal rankings mm-hmm. of podcasts that I have been on, this is the best one. <laughs> Undeniable. Uh, it literally, it literally is impossible for it to not be so anyway we're going to talk about william harvey bruce today uh he went by harv this is a new one don't worry about it you haven't seen it i was gonna say i don't recognize that name was that on the list no for those that don't know we have a running list of uh of idea show topic ideas yeah and for those who don't know we talk about stuff in arkansas yes these are all crime arkansas crime cases arkansas or arkansas adjacent enough that it's fine a connection to arkansas <laughs> yeah yeah uh this one will this will take place in arkansas okay. yeah okay um but yeah it is it is all 
generally murders and death and horrible, horrible things. Um, Every time I go to do an episode, uh, I have like that Netflix problem of being like paralyzed by choice, Mm -hmm. paralysis by analysis. And it's like, uh, okay, I could do that. And then you start looking at other stuff and you end up finding more things and you add those to the list. That's exactly what happens. That ends up being the one you do. Yes, exactly. Even though you already have like 25 thousand different things you could do something on but you just don't because you know, your brain lot, just doesn't want to i don't know i will say this we'll get into it in just a second uh we do have some wonderful people that reach out to us and um make some suggestions for shows and they're you know i, I love that people do that and i like re- hearing about it and knowing that person's connection and i really appreciate they reach out but sometimes there's just not enough to make a whole show about um whether they're cut and dry cases or there's just not any information out there on it. Um, but keep them coming. We love it. And, you know, one of these days we may do a show where we cover a bunch that only take five minutes to cover because there's just not much information about it. And perhaps more information will come out about them. For yes, instance, yeah. uh, we did a two-parter on Red Hall. And initially, I wasn't doing that one because there wasn't enough good information out yes. until Janie Jones wrote that book. I mean, and I was like, best. hooray, she's, I have information now. She's so Too good. much almost. She's just the best. We really like her. So. Uh, okay, go ahead. Yeah. William Harvey Bruce. He went by Harv. We'll mostly call him Bruce just by his last name because mm-hmm. that's easier. Uh, because he was born June 23rd of 1847 to William and Sarah Bruce. Oh, this is. So he has like the same name. This is Andrew's favorite. We're going back in time. That's right. Back when you couldn't solve problems with cell phones. That's why all movies in the future, they're all going to take place in the past before cell phones because it solves too many problems. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he was born in Georgia. Hey, I've been there. Uh, for, they lived there for a while. Moved to Alabama. Uh, they moved to Winston County, Alabama. I looked it up. I don't recognize any of those towns. Okay. It's a real country area because they worked as farmers there. Then... You have this thing called the American Civil War happen. Oh, yeah. Maybe you've heard of it. I have. Um, I'm familiar. So, uh, the elder, William Bruce, the father, he went and joined up with the Confederate Army. Yeah. He's from Alabama and Georgia. Kind of had, had to. What'd you expect? Yeah. He Maybe it was even conscripted. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Does that mean so, drafted? Yes. Okay. Why did they call it conscripted back then versus drafted now? Um, I think it's because they probably didn't have a draft. They just went and grabbed you. And okay. Said, hey, you got to come. Okay. In fact, I'm pretty sure my uncle tells a story, I think, of some of our ancestors who, like, the Confederates came by and were like, you're in the war now. Like, me, do we me? have to? It's like, yes, or we'll shoot you. Uh, okay, well, cool. Well, here I go. That's how you get soldiers for a war. You force them, because nobody actually wants to fight in a war. No. Um, I mean, I say nobody. There's like five people in the world who actually do want to. <laughs> um. So, yeah, there's a... That leaves the family without their main source of finances, the father. Because you know how men, they're the breadwinners all times, still to this day. Can you believe that? No, I, I genuinely cannot. It's because it's not true. Thank Feminism you. ruined everything. <laughs> you just want to get hurt. I, it's because I know I can take you. You're one of the few people I know I could like, I could take you Would you, you really down. hit me back right now? I am an injured person. I mean, if it came down to like, throwing bows and i had to defend myself <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm i'm targeting people i could take on yeah there you go i don't know i egg on like other friends who are like taller and stronger than me so it's fine but um it, i'm just i'm just trying to get punched one day you know 
So they, without their financial support, they moved close to some relatives in uh, North Carolina, which is, um, that's a state. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> I'm familiar. There's only a North and a South Carolina, no East or West. Uh, two also familiar with that. <laughs> two years into the war, at the age of 16, the younger William Harvey Bruce, Harv, joined up with the Confederates as well. 16, a baby. 16, yep. Um, he served under Colonel William Holland Thomas's D Company, and they were one of the few regiments, uh, this is just a fun fact, they uh, had both white and Cherokee soldiers. Interesting. Oh, that kind of sucks. It's like, I don't give a two hoots about your Civil War. You came in here and messed everything up for us. Well, the natives, uh, a lot of Native Americans fought with the Confederates because they were made promises. promises yeah. Because And also, they had already been screwed over by the united states yeah so i was like well anything we can do to maybe this will work out because it certainly isn't working out with the union that that really is a bummer and i doubt it would have worked out very well honestly if things had if the confederacy had won yeah no but who knows don't think so since it's you know racist and everything anyway i mean yeah they were trying to create a white ethno state and all that yeah um so he fought mostly in uh, north carolina and he actually gained a reputation as a great shot like a like a crack shot with a rifle because he, he grew up with firearms and all that. It's impressive considering guns were terrible back then. And yet he was good with them. Yeah. That, that took real talent. It wasn't like... He's like, I know that if I aim directly on, it's going to be off. So I know I have to aim approximately two inches to the right and down an inch for it to be on yeah. target. Well, and you... you you do practice shots and you yeah, yeah, move yeah. your sights around and all that stuff. Did they have sights? Yeah, you had sights. They were like the iron sights. You didn't have like holographic sights like you do in Call of Duty 4 or whatever. I'm not talking about video games. I know. I'm just saying they did have sights, but not like, I don't, I think the Civil Wars when they first had like magnifying sky scopes, like like you'd see on like a sniper rifle in a video game, hmm, okay. like similar stuff to that. Interesting. But I, I'm pretty sure those are very rare at this point. Gotcha. Um, so he served until the end of the war and he makes it through. Wow. No deaths for him. Wow. He didn't die. All Not right. once. He didn't die a single time in that war. Afterwards in 1871, he married a woman named Hannah Cotter and they moved to Archie Valley Township, which is in Van Buren County. I've which never is heard in, of that. It's, I mean, it's called, when something's called something, something township, that usually means like, it's not, it's, it's, it's barely a town. Yeah. It's, it's more like a, an isolated village or something. Is it still a thing today? Like something being called township? No, no, no. Is Archie Valley, is that still a I thing I don't today? know. But in it's in, it's in uh, Van Buren County, which is, um. Is that like Fort Smith? No, it's not where Van Buren is. This oh. is an annoying thing about Arkansas. Nothing is where it should be yes. as far as the county cities matching yeah. up. Um. It's in, it's where uh, Clinton is. Okay. Okay. It's kind of. It's like some, it's north, north of. North central-ish. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of near um, Russellville-ish area, I okay, guess. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think those counties overlap or border each other. Okay. Uh, a year later, 1872, they had their first child. Hmm. They moved to a different township called Wheeler Township, which is in Van Buren County still. Okay. It is not Wheeler, which is in. <clears throat> There's also a Wheeler in Washington County, which is where Fayetteville is. Whoa. It's not that one. Okay. It's a different one. Gotcha. I looked it up on Google and it was very hard to find it because it kept wanting me to go to every other Wheeler other than this one. You're like, no, I know which one I want. It's in Van Buren County, dadgummit. And I know where that is already because I looked it up. <laughs> um, so they had a they had a farm there, uh, 160 acres. Wow. And uh, problem was 
it's like kind of a mountainy area, you know. Oh so yeah. So the soil is real garbage. Gotcha. Um, but they grew they grew corn there. And um, speaking of which, yeah, just a little fact. You know me. When I think of it, I have to say it or I'll forget. I was watching a TikTok the other day, and this girl was traveling. She was getting a jaw surgery uh, somewhere. But anyway, she drove through the entirety of Arkansas, and she was like, "I've seen a lot of rice fields. Is 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 rice? Do Arkansans grow rice?" I was like. That's all we grow in soybeans. We're like one, we're one of the top two or three rice producers in the state or in the country, I think. Yeah. I mean, yes. I want to say it's like us in like Mississippi or something. I don't remember though. We do rice here. Rice yeah. and soybeans. It's a big one. Yeah. We use, I think it's, I think, I think we do some corn. I think the corn that's yeah. grown yeah. in uh, poinsettia is the corn used to make the vodka yes. at Rocktown. Yes. Yes. Um, anyway. Speaking of which. He was a moonshiner, and he ah, used the, the corn, corn to make it because mm. corn didn't sell for crap, um, huh. at least like at the level he was producing it at. Gotcha. And the moonshine would sell for way more than the corn by itself, right? So yeah, make way more money doing that. Way more. And you can make moonshine out of anything. Anything. It sure seems like it. I remember seeing something about vodka where it's like, you can make it out of potatoes, you can make it out of corn, you can make it out of uh, used fuel. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> That's madness. I think Russians did that. They're crazy people. Russians. Ugh. Yeah. You dang Russians. Silly Russians. Please don't invade the Ukraine. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Is that an issue right now? Yeah. They're, oh, they're no. Like, yeah. The Russians are like, I can't believe all these tensions at the Ukrainian border where we put all of our troops I guess we had to put all of our troops here because of all this tension we caused. Anyway, oh no, you know how authoritarians do. Yeah, you know. So um, anyway, moving on from Russia, which is a, a very strange and interesting place. Yeah. Um, our boy Harv, he was pretty close with the authorities despite being a moonshiner. Oh, did they know he was a moonshiner? I think some. I mean, okay. I think it's like one of those open secret type yeah. deals. Gotcha. Don't you ask. Know, you know how the old <laughs> old days were. Um, but he served as a sheriff's deputy as well. Very cool. In the county. All right. And he was partnered mainly with his neighbor, Turner Skidmore, uh, which is a... Oh, uh, what a name. I don't care for that name. What a name. I don't know. It just <laughs> makes me think of uh, Skidmarks. Yeah. And I was like, I don't... Not a big fan. Would not be an issue, I guess, back then. They wouldn't... That wouldn't be a... That wouldn't be a thing they would have called it, I think. Oh, yeah. Right. So, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, 1897. At this time... The uh, the tensions between the authorities and moonshiners are a little heightened more than normal. the 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 authorities are like, we're gonna stop these degum moonshiners trying to make illicit booze. Mm-hmm. How dare you? Um, so they got a search party together and went looking for our boy Harv. And uh, even though he was a deputy, yeah, exactly. Okay, but he's also a moonshiner. That's yep. And um, a friend of his. Not a very good friend, you'll find out. Agreed to show them to his home in exchange for ten dollars. <laughs> wow, ten whole dollars. And uh, I think that's when we were still the gold standard. So every dollar was worth one brick of gold or whatever. What, what year was this? Eighteen ninety-seven. Okay. I don't know if the inflation calculator goes back that far. It does. Okay. I remember there was like a cutoff for it. One one of them does. Okay. Anyway, so um, got he got ten bucks for that. When they get to uh, his home, he's not there, just his wife and kids. And so the wife Hannah, she sends out one of the daughters out to find Bruce, uh, Harv Bruce, our boy. And when he heard what was happening, he and uh, Tom Skidmore decided to just hide out in the woods 
And uh, the authorities are like, well, if you don't come out, we'll arrest this child for working with you like this. What? Yeah. What? By the way, $335. That ain't much. No, not really. Ten, $10 and eighteen ninety seven. I need more to sell out my friends. Exactly. <laughs> there I need, need at least 10000 I need th- at least three zeros on there. Exactly. Okay, anyway. Like, every man has a, has a price, as Ted DiBiase said. Um, and when he heard what was happening, uh, Harv and Skidmore, you know, they're hiding out in the woods. And they're obviously very upset that they're like, we're going to arrest your kid. Because... Makes sense. Which is a bit much. Uh, so, uh, Harv's brother went out to meet him in the woods to, in an effort to kind of de-escalate things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously he's very unhappy about this situation. He's potentially being arrested and they're threatening to arrest his small child. Yeah. And uh, so he agrees to meet privately with one of the uh, officers there. And they're unable to come to an agreement for him to, to stand down. Uh, there's no gunfire or anything. They just, the officers leave for a bit. Wow, that's nice. And so, uh, Harv and Skidmore, they decide to, they dismantle the dis- the uh, distillery that they had together. Uh-huh. Like, took it apart out in the woods and went and fled to a different moonshine place. With Hung out with uh, some other moonshine guys they were friends with, Alva mm-hmm. Church and Dave Millsap. And the next morning, the deputies come back to Harv's house and... They're like, uh, he's not here. Well, his distillery is still here, what's left of it. And so they burned that. Oh, wow. Which I'm sure went up <laughs> real Kaboom. good. Kaboom. Yeah. That was probably like, a, I don't know. That was dangerous. Like when you're setting off fireworks and you run for cover. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> so the authorities regroup and they actually go and recruit a couple of U.S. Marshals to come help them. They get Benjamin F. Taylor, who is from Searcy County, which is not where Searcy is. Because again, Arkansas. Because Arkansas. Searcy is in White County. Uh-huh. I forget what's in Searcy County. Uh, he's 57 years old, formerly served as a state senator, and became a deputy in 1895. And we've got Joe Dodson, who is 28 and from Stone County. And then we've got, um, so they go, uh, they talk to Tom Barnes, the friend who got the $10. <laughs> and he's like, Hey, I know where he's at. He's at Millsap's house. Hey, he told me worst, where he's going. Worst friend ever. That is a bad friend. Man, don't tell Tom Barnes nothing. He's going to sell you out in a minute. No kidding. Like when Ted DiBiase is coming to buy you off, he's like, you know, he's the million dollar man. He's going to give you a lot of money. Way more money than these coppers are going to give Tom Barnes. Tom Barnes will do it for nothing. That's right. It's like... um, Just give me $10. It's fine. It's like... Uh, what that, you got on you? What, $10? What, okay. That episode of The Office where Creed goes and like does the throat slitting motion to Andy. And he's like, Darnell gave me 10 bucks or whatever. I would have done it for free. J- joke's on him. I would have yeah. done it for free. He's yeah. a sucker. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel like if you're like trying to get somebody... I feel like Tom Barnes, they didn't need to give him $10. They could have been like, here's a buck. Yeah. And he'd be like... Okay, yeah. Okay. Check this out. So the authorities go and stake out the area. They're they're watching what they're doing, recording the the daily routine of the these moonshiners. And August 29th, eighteen ninety seven, they decide to make their move. They go in towards uh, Harv Bruce and Alva Church, who are both outside sitting on a fence. <laughs> and uh, what what's funny about that? They're Just a couple, side. couple of boys couple sitting boys on a fence. Sitting on a fence, picking my banjo. They might have been. Maybe is, I don't know. It's kind of a hilly part of Arkansas. That's right. Why wouldn't you be? I'm just imagining like 
the human version well the human version of the possum mascot for the arkansas travelers with the overalls and one of them's undone it's kind of like in my brain of course that's arkansas. That's, that's what you think of for hillbillies you know the travelers are a minor league baseball team in arkansas for those they're named after know. a song called the arkansas traveler which was about how much arkansas sucks which you know which and that's why we have a po- a, a, a possum dressed like an old-timey hillbilly and i have a hat with him on it and it's great <laughs> Uh, John's a big fan. Fiance John. It's a, it's a good. It's a good hat. He he's a big fan of the Arkansas Travelers. They restored my faith in baseball. Their stadium's quite. They had they got a new stadium some odd years ago. Like ten over years? ten years ago now. Ten years ago. It's quite nice. It's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's fun. Right they by do, the river. They used to do a lot of fun activities before COVID. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Anyway, let's get back to the story. So what happens next is debated. There's always two sides There's to every story, sides, yeah. sometimes even more than two. Uh, we're only going to work with two here. Okay. According to our boy Harv Bruce, the moonshiner, yeah. he says the marshals approached and immediately began firing at him. Just started going, just... It's just wailing. Yeah, it's the Danny DeVito meme, and then I just started blasting or whatever. Danny DeVito meme. Yeah, it's Danny DeVito meme where he's holding two guns, and he just says, so then I started blasting. That's what it is. They just, he says, the marshals just came in and started blasting at him. Just going. They gave no warning, no identification. So he thought he was being attacked by like a rival gang of moonshiners, according to him. Okay. And uh, his boy, Alva Church, he's gone. He's, he's just like, no questions asked. I'm out. And he runs and he gets away. Even though it's his property that they're on? Uh, it's Millsap's property, but oh, okay, okay. But still, I mean, people start shooting. My first instinct is, I'm out. I don't care. See you. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, but Bruce, who we will recall is a crack shot. Yeah. He hunkers down, takes a rifle, fires back, shoots Joe Dodson, one of the marshals, right in the head. Oh no. Then shoots Benjamin Taylor, the other marshal, and kills them That's a both. Really, really bad thing. And, um, in addition, he injured two of the local officers who were there as well. He shot sure. one through the arm because his elbow was exposed while he was hiding behind a tree. Oh. And another one was on the ground, like on his belly, like trying to like make yourself small yeah. and got shot through the hip. And those two guys live, but the two marshals dead, killed them both instantly. Whoa. Um, and he would get shot through the leg, Harv would, and, but he would still escape. That's pretty impressive for 1897. Yeah. It's, he was a crack shot. They said so. Um, the marshals... Their story is that they went up there and got ambushed and were fired upon suddenly. Well, not the marshals. I'll say they're dead. The people left. Okay, okay. We'll say. They said what now? Essentially that they were the ones who were ambushed. Like they went up there and they got fired at first. Tit versus tat. Like who's telling the truth? Yeah. Okay. Um, The other three moonshiners who were on that property eventually Mm -hmm. were caught, including Alva Church, the one who just sprinted away. Goodbye. (laughs) They're all caught. Like, within a few weeks. Whereas Bruce, he gets away for a bit. He goes to Alabama, and the marshals put out a $450 reward for him. All right, going to look up that. Don't use 450 yet. Okay. Uh, because there were also additional private rewards set oh. up by the families, and it all totaled up to $1,000. So $1,000. $1,000, 1897 Okay, let's see. Um. But he, yeah, he doesn't stay in Alabama long. Like he makes trips back and forth to Arkansas. It's pretty substantial. Thirty three thousand five hundred ninety dollars. See, if I were Tom, I would have done it for that. Yeah, that's a better amount. Um, but yeah, he 
He comes back to Arkansas some from Alabama to visit family. I assume to be like, here's a little bit of money because uh, I'm the money maker here, and and some and some stuffs happened. Yeah. Um, and it's a little hard right now, I'm sure. But he's eventually spotted by a neighbor named J.W. Gist, a different neighbor, not the $10 man. Oh. This is, um, and Gist Sorry. sees him, this is in October of, 90, of 1898. Okay. So roughly a year later. It's a new, it's a new year. Um, and that night, Gist bursts into the Bruce home, just bam, pops in. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, uh, Bruce's rifle is laid up by the door so he grabs that and it's like ha you have no guns and so just and his son are there and they take harv away and hand him over to the authorities so they can get that thousand dollars pretty good money and supposedly there's like there's like family lore that that uh uh harv uh told the guy to get to take him in so he could get the money like on purpose oh, and he'd be like and just and just share some of it for my lawyer fees gotcha supposedly that one you know there's obviously a long time ago there's not going to be much of a record of that one right it's a uh, family lore as it's called in one of the articles gotcha and he uh our boy harv is charged with illicit distilling and sentenced to three years in prison at fort leavenworth in kansas what about the murders i'll get to it oh, in a okay. second okay um, it, you may have heard of Fort Leavenworth yes. from our Frank Jelly Nash episode yes, where he was held there and got away. A bunch. He got away because they let him leave. <laughs> Essentially. They're yeah. like, he became like the warden's handyman and he's like, run this errand for me. And he's like, all right, bye. And just left you, forever. You got it. <laughs> like, you got it. It was so dumb. That's episode 45. If y'all want to listen to that, I, I recommend it, I guess. I don't know. I think the, I always think I'm terrible at this and hopefully I'm not. But I think if you want to listen... If you think we're terrible at it, then just don't listen, okay? (laughs) But if you've heard this far and you're like, this is okay, I'd like to hear more. Episode 45 is where you can hear more about Fort Leavenworth a little bit. Yeah. Um, His his moonshine partners, they were also there. Oh, okay. And so, you know, that one guy... The old gang all back together. (laughs) That that guy, Frank Jelly Nash, he escaped from Leavenworth and helped other people escape later. Yeah. Will these guys escape? I don't know. You tell me. Nah, they don't. Oh, okay. They hadn't, you know, a jail escape technique hadn't evolved yet because this is 1890s. Jelly was like the 1930s. He was, was he was advanced escaping. Yeah, he had like all of the previous technique to build upon, such as they get, you earn their trust and they just let you leave and trust you to, to come back on your own. Man. It's legit. So, during those three years in Kansas... Pope County, which is where the district court is, it's in Russellville. Yes. Well, I don't know if the district court's in Russellville, but Russellville is in, in Pope, Pope County. County yeah. Um, they wanted to bring Harv back so they could try him for the murders of these two marshals. Yes. Um, but illicit distilling is classified as a federal crime, and the feds are like, um, no, he has to finish doing that first. He's got to finish out those three years. Uh-huh. So... Eventually, they get President William McKinley. He grants the moonshiners a presidential pardon. But what about the murder? To end their sentences early so they can then be tried for the murders oh, early. Okay. He was like, I got you. <laughs> Not. And his trial begins in the fall of 1899 for the murders. They evaluate over 150 witnesses. 
Bruce, he claimed, Harvey Bruce, he claimed how safe there, defense. How weren't there 150 witnesses when there was just like less than 10 people? Oh, I know, right? <laughs> I guess, well, you can bring in all kinds of witnesses for all kinds of things, I guess. That's true. Um, and Harv is going to be found guilty Good. of manslaughter. Well, that makes sense. Instead of murder. That makes sense. And he's sentenced to six months. I'm sorry. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's the... You lost me. He's sentenced to six months in jail what? for killing two people, whereas he was ten- sentenced for three years for moonshining. And McKinley's like, why did I even bother? God. By this point, he's probably moved on to other issues, I'm sure. That's like yeah. naming mountains after himself. <laughs> he didn't do that, but we named a mountain after Very him. important business. I mean, hey, that's more important. That's his That's his real legacy. Genuinely. If you think about it. Yeah, Because yeah. I really don't know much about President McKinley. I know nothing. I know there's a mountain in Alaska named after him. I didn't even know that. Well. Now I do. Yeah, there you go. Um, there's speculation on why it was only six months. Yeah, that uh, seems crazy. Especially uh, since it was a, like a law person. To federal law enforcement. And that's a state that would be tried on a state level? I guess so. Maybe. Now it wouldn't be. Now it would be a you federal wouldn't think thing. so. Huh, okay. Um, there is some thought that perhaps the judge saw Harv's time in Kansas as time served, and that's why he only did six months. Three years? Less than three years? Less than three years. Um, also, <sighs> there's the thought that like the jury saw um, Harv's reaction to the marshals coming up upon him as reasonable because the marshals were known for just jumping up at people and not telling people who they were being like, we gotcha. And so he was like the, the idea that he would think he's being set upon by a gang or something that he's going to get murdered is reasonable. Yeah. And so that's why he only got the manslaughter in six months. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. It wasn't like premeditated or anything. Right. So, they have the the there's an appeal for this as always uh he posts bond and goes back home where he gets arrested for illicit distilling again shut up dude no <laughs> yeah come on at least go somewhere else yeah, where they don't know you before exactly, you do that i don't exactly. know um but first he's got to do his manslaughter time which he's going to do in little rock mm-hmm. at the state penitentiary there that's not there anymore is it I don't think so. Okay. You never hear about it. No. It's probably like Cummins unit and yes. Varner or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So he goes to Little Rock for prison, known for having some pretty good behavior while in prison. And he has like such a, you know, reputation for being a great shot. The warden made him a guard. Why would... Because he's back... These people. These people. This is back when they kept doing it. the thing where they're like, let's make prisoners guards. Let me put you in a, in a in a place, in a situation where it only works to your advantage to leave. Like, anyway. Well, I think they were pretty strict about him not being able to take go take errands for them outside the prison. Like, what happened with Jelly? Jelly. <laughs> Which is just wild. People, come but on. It's going to be a while before we learn our lesson about making prisoners guards. Because they were also like, they would be horrible to people all the time. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, he was he was well-liked by the, the warden. The warden thought he was a cool guy. He could shoot a rifle real well. And um, after four months in prison, Shut up. he gets pardoned by the governor. Four months for killing two people. And then after that, he had to go stand trial for the other illicit uh-huh. uh, yeah. distilling charge and got charged with 
or received uh, three years at Fort Leavenworth again. Uh-huh. And yes, exactly three years in the same place again. This time, though, he serves out the full sentence. Oh, wow. And uh, he got to return home in November of 1983. Or 1983. 1983. Man. 1903. Okay. Goodness. Goodness gracious. And he would die March 26, 1907, age of 59. And that is our story about William Harvey Harv Bruce, the man who did more time for moonshine than murder. That's crazy. Wow. Can you believe that? No. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Four months for killing two people. That's pretty mind-blowing. And he got to be a he guard. He got pardoned twice. And he got to be a guard. Wait, so he didn't live too much longer after he... No. wonder what it happened. Was, uh, Did he say? No, it didn't you know, say. You know I like things like that. He only lived four more years. Um, he was only 59. That's Not, pretty young. Yeah, even back then, I think... Because like when you when we talk about like life expectancy and how it used to be like thirty five years old or whatever, yeah, a lot of that is because of how many people died in ch- at, when they were children. Yes, because like, but if you get to like this point in your life, you're probably you good to live for a while, for a little bit longer. That's still fairly young. Yeah, that like even then, that's sort of young in a way. Good story, Andrew. Thank you. I, I liked it. I thought it was kind of interesting. You do like those kind of old timey stories? Yeah, I like they're just so weird. They are. Society was different back then. Crazy. Crazy. I find that interesting. Especially back when people would just escape jail all the time for no reason. Yeah. yeah. I'm still like the one where he pretended to have smallpox is the best one. That is. He he poked. He poked himself with a needle all over and then used like some kind of soap and it gave him like bumps all over. Yeah. And so they're like, oh no, he has smallpox. We got to isolate him. Super infectious. While he was isolated, he escaped. He said, bye. Good stuff. Good stuff. That was not this. That was different episode. No, that was. I think that was jelly. Was it? It was either jelly or slaughter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to remember which one of these old timey gangsters it was. I had to go look it up. Which one had been at Leavenworth? Um. All right. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for that story this week, Andrew. It is my pleasure. So, um, we're we're at the end of the the show, sort of. Yeah. We're at the end we'll, of the, we'll call this the, the post story. show. I call yeah. this the post show. We call this what you're looking at and post show, and we we chit chat a little bit. We do the story first, so that way, if you don't want this part, you can skip it. But we like to talk to you, talk at you. <laughs> yeah, if you're just like, I need people talking in my ear. Here we are. Yeah, this is an option. Um, first of all, we've been we started a thing. Caitlin has to do these quizzes for Harry Potter. Oh yeah, I forgot all about. They're this. specifically quizzes. For people, for their things that are only in the book, and the this is this is the most difficult Harry Potter quiz I've taken. Some of them are some of them are hard, some of them aren't. They're like, very specific. They're very very specific, very, specific, very obscure, like yes. stuff you wouldn't think anybody would ever remember. Yes. Like one time, Caitlin gave me a quiz, and it was like titled "The Hardest Star Wars Quiz Ever," and I just dominated it because yeah. it was easy. It was like the easiest stuff possible. Whereas this is like even. Very Even specific. if I care, if I cared as much about Harry Potter as I do Star Wars, I don't so, know if I would do very well in this quiz. They're, they're very specific, very. So we are on to book three. Okay, I'm ready. Prisoner of Azkaban. Love it. First question. First, what name does Harry give Stan when he gets on the night bus? Your options are Ron Weasley, Justin Finch Fletchley, Neville Longbottom, oh. and Dean Thomas. Neville. Neville, let's see. You did it. 
What's your name? Stan persisted. It has was quotes from the book. Neville Longbottom said Harry, saying the first name that came into his head. Oh, he thinks of Neville so much. It is his first name. <laughs> what Diagon Alley shop would Harry sit outside and do his homework while he was staying at the Leaky Cauldron? We've got Flourish and Blots, Flutterian Fortescue's Ice Cream Parlor. You want me to go ahead and hit that one? And just give me the other Shoot. options, but yeah. Gamble and Japes and Elops Owl Emporium. No. Is, would you it, say Elops or Elops? I don't know. It's two E's and a Y. Yeah. Um, it's the ice cream place because he gave him free Sundays. It sure is. It sure is. Oh, he didn't have to do his homework under blankets by flashlight anymore, according to the thing. How do Hermione, Harry, and Ron find Crookshanks? Which one's Crookshanks? The cat. Okay. He jumped on Ron's head at Magical Menagerie. He was roaming around the Leaky Cauldron. He used to belong to Ollivander, or Hermione's parents gave him to her before she left for school. He jumped on Ron's head. That's correct. I'll say, like, I don't think Hermione's parents gave some other man's cat, right? Like, which one's Crookshanks? Crookshanks is Hermione's cat. Oh, okay. What's the, uh, what's Filch's cat? Uh, or is it Mrs. Filch? Norris. Okay, there we go. See, I wouldn't do very good at this. You suck. <laughs> I have read this book. This is the last one I read, but, you know, that was over, well over, that was like a decade and a half ago at least. I pretty much yearly, I have all the audiobooks and I listen to them almost yearly. All right. Who isn't in the Hogwarts Express compartment with Harry, Ron, and Hermione when the Dementor attacks? Who is not? Who is not? Okay. We've got Jenny, Neville, Lupin, or Fred and George. Oh my gosh. Who is uh, not there? Lupin is, I don't know, Fred and George. And your other options are Ginny and Neville, so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. All right. So you want Fred and George? Uh, yeah, I don't know. You're correct. Okay. So, okay. What color teacup does Professor Trelawney tell Neville to grab after he breaks his first one? What color? We've got pink, green, yellow, and blue. Pink? It seems like pink would be it. Like it's gonna be like Haha, you have a one. girl color, right? Blue. It's blue. It's blue. I don't know. I pick one. Oh. I already clicked, so but it doesn't matter. Did you click? I, I clicked one of them, but I'm not telling you which one. Okay, blue. You want blue? It's blue. Yeah. Okay. There you go. When it's part, give, of, give, give me the quote. What's the quote? Oh, okay. She caught Neville by the arm as he made to stand up. After you've broken your first cup, would you be so kind as to select one of the blue patterns one patterned ones? I'm rather attached to the pink. That's what, okay. Okay. They tried to get you they there. They did. When it's Parvati's turn, what does the boggart turn into? A banshee, a mummy, a zombie, or a snake? Parvati, also the name of a character in Outer Worlds. A mummy. Okay. Mummy? It's a mummy. Parvati walked forward, her face set. Snape rounded on her. There was another crack, and where he had stood was a blood-stained, bandaged mummy. There you go. Okay. It's a mummy. Which portrait replaces the fat lady after she is attacked? Sir, Sir, what's his face? Okay, we've got Timothy the Timid, Sir Cadigan, Demerid Dodderidge, and nearly headless Nick just guards the door. Sir, whatever. Cadigan? Yeah. Yes, yes. In his pony. His fat gray pony, as it says here. 
How did Sirius Black get into the Gryffindor common room? Um, I, know this. I think I know this one. I, I think do. I would guess the right thing here. We'll find out. He snuck in when there wasn't a portrait guarding the door. He climbed in through a window. He apparated inside or he had a list of the passwords. He had a list of the passwords because Neville dropped them. There you go. I wouldn't have gotten that. You didn't? You wouldn't have? I would have guessed the apparated thing. You can't apparate in and out of Hogwarts. Don't you know that? I do now, I guess. That is like, haven't you ever read Hogwarts A History? My goodness. No, but I have. Um, no, it's that's what Hermione says. She says that to them over and oh, to Ron and Harry oh, over okay. and over again, that you can't apparate in and out oh. of Hogwarts. I guess I don't remember that. Except, in, except Dumbledore, I think, can. Or maybe it's just in his office or mm. I don't know. I don't know. Well, did you know that you can't have a gray Jedi? That doesn't make sense. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> where where is the secret passage from Hogwarts to Honeyduke's hidden? Beneath a cabinet in the teacher's staff room, behind a mirror on the fourth floor, beneath the one-eyed witch statue, or behind the Gregory the Smarmy statue? What a good name. <laughs> Gregory, Gregory the, the Smarmy. The, the, the witch. The one-eyed witch statue. You're correct. You are correct. Who does Gryffindor beat in order to win the Quidditch final? Slytherin, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, or, trick question, they don't win this year. I don't know. Slytherin, I don't know. I always tuned out for the Quidditch. (laughs) It is Slytherin. Okay. So, there you go. This is one of the things, and maybe this is fixed somewhat in the books, where it just feels like it's like Gryffindor and Slytherin and... Yeah, there's a couple other houses. Don't worry about them. They're just like shuffled off to the side. No, they have. It's just that Gryffindor and Slytherin are the best at Quidditch. So it usually comes down to those two. Yeah. What is the name of the executioner who comes to deal with Buckbeak? McNair. There you go. McNair. McNair. How do you stop the Whomping Willow's branches from moving? By stroking the trunk, by pouring water on it, by touching a knot on the trunk... They never stop moving. You just have to run for it. <laughs> By touching a knot on the trunk. Yeah, t- just touch that knot. <laughs> you stroke its <laughs> trunk. Just, just, <laughs> let's move on. Okay. Let's not dwell on that. Okay. Why was the Shrieking Shack originally built? So Remus would have a place to transform into a werewolf? That makes sense to me. That's what I would guess. Is that what you want? Well, let me hear the rest of them. I so like the, to know my options. So the Death Eaters would have a place to torture people near Hogwarts. Gosh. Which is like such a... That would be a bad idea. No. Don't torture people that close there. So James, Peter, and Sirius could perform the Animagus spell in private. So James, Peter, Remus, and Sirius had a secret hideout only they knew about. The first one. That's what I would guess just because it's like, how did it get its name? Probably a werewolf. I don't know. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. Well, it's because they would, they would go and keep Remus company in the the, the Marauders, the former Mooney, Padfoot, Wormtail, and Prongs, would go and they'd keep Remus company while he transformed in their Animagus states, and there would be a lot of howling and, sh- and noise coming from the shack, and some people were like, "It's haunted. It's a shrieking shack." See, that's why I, that's why I would have guessed it. Yeah, I've just been like, "Why does it have that name?" Probably the thing where there's yep. a werewolf hanging out in there yep. screeching. Yep. You got it. How did Sirius finally escape Azkaban? He attacked a Dementor and jumped out a window. He stole Fudge's wand after he came to visit him. He had been digging a tunnel out of his cell for 12 years like it's Shawshank. <laughs> he, 
<laughs> he transformed into a dog and slipped past the Dementors. The dog. The dog one? It's the dog one. What charm does Snape claim Sirius used on Harry, Ron, and Hermione, and that's why they attacked him? We've got Arresto Momentum. A Confundus Charm. Maybe. Let me hear the rest. A Containment Charm. Or an eradication spell. Confundus. Confundus. Yeah. To charm, to judge by their behavior. They seem to think there was a possibility he was innocent. Unbelievable. Who could believe such a thing? And finally, what gift does Sirius send to Harry after he helps him escape? A firebolt broom? A picture of Sirius, James, and Lily? A signed Hogsmeade permission slip? Or one of Buckbeak's feathers? Hogsmeade permission slip. There you go. So I got a hundred percent. Got a hundred percent. Wow! You know this book better than the other books. Apparently. I do. And thus concludes this week's quiz time for Harry Potter. Man, I love it. I love trivia so much. Oh, have you been playing Wordle like everybody else? No, I'm not in. I never. No, when I see Is things it like you're that, you're bad at words. No, I, I think I'm pretty good with words. You don't have to share it. I don't share it. Ever. I only shared it once because it was like. I got it I did on the last that. one, yeah. like just barely. I was like, yeah. no, I don't. I just don't. I, f- I feel like that, or if you get it within two, that's like you can share it then. I don't do the wordles. Um, I'm just, I don't know. I see it like that stuff on Facebook, and I'm like, no, I'm good. I mean, I do it every day, but you only you can only do it once a day. So I was like, oh, that's it. Yeah, it's yeah. part of the thing. Oh, uh, okay. So I don't know. You want to talk about what we've been doing, what we what we've been looking at? Yeah. Um right. I will say uh we timed our recordings very well because I've been violently ill the past 2 weeks. Uh so we recorded we release episodes, we changed it, we release episodes every other week now. And so it was a Monday, Andrew and I recorded. I was feeling I mean fine. I kind of had some tummy upset that night. And then the next day, all day, I kind of was like, things were kind of messed up. I was like, must have been something I ate. And I, I mean, like, mostly I felt fine. Just had some some GI issues. And and then I uh, then the next day came, and I was like, I had no appetite. I felt sick to my stomach. I was nauseated. I was still having GI problems. And I was like, something's not right. Uh, it turns out I have a horrible, horrible infection to get, especially post-colon resection, um, and it's an infection called C. diff. Uh, look it up. If you don't know about it, it's literally the worst thing ever. I don't know how I got it. Um, they think that maybe the person in the room before me uh, had it and maybe the room didn't get cleaned well enough. And then I got it while I was in the hospital. And it takes a little bit of time to, you know, kind of incubate. But it was literally the worst experience. One of the worst experiences of my life. I would rather have 10 other surgeries again than have C. diff again. It was horribly painful. I couldn't eat or drink. Had to go back to the hospital. It was awful. It was so bad. I'm still having to take medicine for it. It's bad. It's bad. It is bad. I was, I was so miserable. I was in so much pain. It was so bad. It sounds like it. It was awful. (laughs) Andrew sent me a text message and I told him I was sick with it. And you're like, according to the CDC, yeah, I went to the CDC site because Caitlin's like, just Google it. Yeah. I don't have time for this. I didn't. I literally. I'm busy dealing with a thing. <laughs> if you don't know what it is, Google it because it is not fun. And when I would have patients that have C, it's very contagious. Um, well, I, mostly for like kind of like immunocompromised people, like for a normal everyday person that brushes with it, 
probably not, but like it's it's pretty contagious. And so people that have it are on isolation precautions um, in the hospital. And so I'm having to sleep separately. I'm having to sleep on my own. I'm having to use my own bathroom. And like I have my bathroom. John has his bathroom. And I just have to move everything in there. It was it was awful. It was so bad. I could barely move. And I was like, I'm going to get blood clots. I'm going to get pneumonia because I was doing better from my surgery. I was like getting up and moving around and like feeling pretty good. I was eating good and everything was going good. And then this really knocked me down. I was like, and I had I just, I had to go back to, it was awful. It was so bad. So, so bad. But I never, I didn't know it caused so much pain. Like I was in so much pain. And when I've had patients that's had it before, you're just like suck it up buttercup gosh it's not that bad i was like it's just diarrhea what's it matter (laughs) nope it's it's not it is awful i hope you learned an important lesson in i did i did i god was like i'm gonna knock you down this is like how i used to always get migraines yeah and we had an employee when i worked at the chick-fil-a that would get migraines a lot Mm -hmm. and like other people were like it's just a headache take some tylenol Mm -hmm. i was like Y'all don't not, understand. It's really not. It's it's know. totally different. Yeah. It's it's a way bigger issue. You've had some problems like that with the you had the seizures and the migraines yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um so that brings me to my next point. Kombucha. I'm doing the kombucha. Um Caitlin's a hipster now. Andrew said, Is that an Australian thing? No, it is not. Because I listened to an Australian podcast and they mentioned one of the people on there drinking kombucha a lot. It is, it is a fermented tea. Um, it uses, what did I, it's called a, so you make the tea. I'm assuming this is how it goes. I've never made my own kombucha, but a lot of people do. Um, you make the tea, you brew the tea. It can be flavored, flavored tea, black tea, green tea, whatever. And then you put this thing in there that looks like a hunk of fat and it's called a SCOBY, which stands for a symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast. Yeah, it looks like a hockey puck made out of fat. Yeah, it does, literally. And you put that in the the tea for I don't know however long it takes to ferment. It looks disgusting. It looks like a jellyfish fat grossness. It's like when they punch that hole out of that guy in Kung Pao. Don't have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. It's, it looks like that. It's it looks disgusting, but that's how you make kombucha. It's fermented, but the whole point of that is that there's a lot of really good probiotics in there because I was looking at ways, because C. is very difficult to get over, and I was on a lot of antibiotics this past year for the diverticulitis that I was in and out of the hospital for, um, and that really apparently knocked the good bacteria in my gut down a lot because they were strong antibiotics, um, and I was five days in the hospital getting antibiotics every six hours IV, which is really strong and messes with you so that might have had something to do with me developing this infection but anyways i was looking at ways to heal your gut and it was like fermented things um kimchi sauerkraut and i was like have "Ah." boba fett find you in the desert and he takes you to some people who give you robot guts like happened to fennec shand i would appreciate that because that means they would always work that would be great i mean I mean, in the way that machines always work, I guess. I mean, you could tune it up and it's fine. I mean, you just do a little tune. Oh, that would be so great. That would be amazing. Uh, but uh, kombucha, uh, sauerkraut, kimchi, even pickles. Um, Is this why you were asking me about kimchi? That was a long time ago. So probably no, not. No, no. I was just asking about it. Um, but those are really good to build good bacteria in your gut to fight off things like that. So I've been like, <laughs> I got this giant box of probiotics. and I'm pounding probiotics and... 
I got kombucha and I've had it before and I tried it and I was like, this is nasty. It tastes like, a, it tastes vinegary to me. Like it's definitely weird, but uh, I had some friends point me in the direction of some good flavored ones. They're not, even the flavored ones, they're not high in sugar or calories at all. It's because of the fermentation, it gets eaten up. The sugar gets eaten up. Uh, so it's all been pretty interesting to learn about. Um, but, uh, kombucha, it's really good for you apparently, but don't drink the whole bottle cause that's over the recommended daily amount of kombucha. Drink about half. Okay. So that's weird. I know. Isn't it? Don't make a bottle that big then. How well, about that? Or it can just drink half and it'll last you a little bit longer. All right. I guess. Uh, it has naturally occurring alcohols in it. So if you are pregnant or cannot drink alcohol, do not drink kombucha. But it's like very, very small amount just because of the fermentation. Hmm. But try it. Actually, I have some in the fridge. I'm going to let Andrew try some after the episode. Okay. So, all right. First of all, how many Star Wars is? One. It's one. It's Book of Boba, Book of Boba Fett. You liking it? Not really. Um, it's kind of meh. That's what John was like. You want to watch it? I was like, not really. There's, oh, there's, a, there's a scene where they have this chase through uh the little city i know what you're talking Have about because you i it saw it so bad i saw it on tiktok today because it's not just like they're driving these little space vespas that look kind of weird yeah and bad but whatever it's slow but it's slow it looks like they're driving like 20 miles per hour i don't know what's up with that somebody said they were driving five and i was like oh my god it looks very slow it's like the it's like a slow speed chase there's nothing compelling about that not fun i don't know there's, there's like three episodes left they have a chance to potentially salvage it but it's overall kind of blah to me yeah um what you got you do one um i have watched the eternals it's on disney plus right now um how'd you like it everybody was talking crap about it but yeah i thought it was fine i give it on the scale what was it go s s s abc s s plus whatever whatever you want honestly i just I've done like stars. I've done out of 10. You okay, can do let's, whatever scale okay, you want. Okay, stars. We're doing stars then. Um, out of five, I give it a three. It was good. It was. I like the characters. I still haven't watched it or Shang-Chi. The I, closest, I like Shang-Chi better. The closest I've gotten is I watched a YouTube video uh-huh. um, by a guy named a channel called Nerd Sync. Uh-huh. Sync spelled S-Y-N-C. It's a really good ep- uh, video. And it's about the creation of the Eternals like in the original comics. And how it was based off like ancient alien theory stuff. Oh. Which would probably make sense. If yes. Because like, they're like, yeah. Makes sense. And it's like very specific to like the chariots of the gods and all that. And yes. then he also started doing a podcast called It's Probably Not Aliens. <laughs> and I've actually been listening to that. It's pretty good. Um, They dive yeah. into like ancient alien stuff and, dip and talk about it. I like, I did see a lot of stuff. It seems like it pops up after you watch it. It was like a the Eternals really could have used your help with uh, some stuff, but like their thing is that they don't interfere with human stuff unless it has to do with this one particular bad stuff. The, the deviants or whatever. Yeah. The, uh, the variants. Yeah. The deviants, not variants. Get yeah, it, variants getting that is a Loki, one. Loki mixed up. I don't know. You have anything else to say about that? No, I think that's it on the Eternals. That was okay. good. You should watch it. I watched a different comic book thing. I started Peacemaker. How'd you like it? I really like it so far. Um, so far, they've done four episodes. They're doing weekly. Oh, HBO okay. Max weekly? every Thursday. It's been out for four weeks? No, they did the first three in one batch. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. I was like, weird. it just came out. Um, I like it a lot, but that's because I'm a cool guy who liked The Suicide Squad. You did like that. Uh, Caitlin did not, so I would not recommend the show to her. Yeah. But uh, if you liked that Suicide Squad movie, the latest one that was the good one, yeah, then I'd say watch this show. It Sometimes they like... They have inane conversations and it's like a bit much sometimes. Like we get it, James Gunn. You're you're talking about Berenstein Bears or whatever. It's, oh, okay. it's fine. We don't need to do this two to three times every episode. Gotcha. Once every two episodes is fine. I don't know. Okay. It, it gets to be a bit much and it's like, yeah, yeah, get on get on with it or whatever. This isn't doing it for you. But I like it a lot overall. Okay. Um John Cena, he he really goes for it. He's goofy. He really goes for it, man. But yeah, it's it's a it is a hard R show. So, <laughs> kind of like the Suicide Squad was. Oh, uh, yeah, well, that makes sense. So, James yeah. Gunn's wife is in the show. Yes, she's one of the the she, agents. She's had a lot of plastic surgery, just like me. Yeah, that's why I look so good. Yeah, and why my lips are so full. Yeah, <laughs> so pretty. Um, uh, what you got left? Um, just that I watched a new show on Netflix. It, looks to be pretty new oh yeah it's called archive 81 i've heard of that i saw it pop up on the thing yeah it was weird what what is it they find like a thing or something i don't remember already i don't want to spoil anything what's the premise that it shows on netflix like what's heck i don't know um basically this girl goes to I thought it was New York, but I don't think it is. It looks New York-y, but I don't think it is. She goes to this big city looking for her birth mom, who she, the last known address was at this one particular apartment building called the Visser. And and um, anyways, she's making a documentary with her own camcorder. She's interviewing these people this of the based building. on a podcast yes it is of the same name i believe i think i've listened to this parts of this podcast have you maybe and there's something about a demon in there and that's where it lost me it gets really weird i think i is it uh, they're like archiving a bunch of stuff and listening to tapes or something yeah the a dude is yeah i think i have listened to part of this podcast there at may least. be time travel involved in there I don't remember if that's what it was, but I think it might have been the same podcast forever ago. I bet it is. I didn't stick with it for whatever reason. Who knows why? But yeah, I... I, I well, I'm, listen to the podcast and then watch the show and tell me how it is. I might. I listened to... Um, I mean, there have been like a bunch of shows that have been like based on podcasts. Uh-huh. There's Limetown, which became a Facebook show. But like the season, the first season of Limetown was really good on the podcast, but the second was real dumb and bad. Uh, I think I may have talked about it on this show at some point. And there was Homecoming, which I think had Julia Roberts on the show. Yes. But it had yes. David Schwimmer, I think, was in the podcast huh. as a character. Anyway, um, yeah, I might check that out. Yeah. But that's really weird. It's like unlocked a memory I forgot I had. Yeah, listen to the podcast. Tell me. Yes, it is based off a podcast. I do remember reading that. Um, I believe it's called Archive 81 as well. I, I, yeah, I, I swear I must have at least. I think there was a point in time where I was trying to find all the like drama podcasts because I was I got really into a couple and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to find the next one. Never did. Gotcha. And just kind of fell off and which fell one, back into podcasts that are like just people yapping. Which one did you like? Which story podcast did you like? I, my favorite one so far has probably been The Black Tapes, which is where they... 
it's like ghost story stuff and they investigate it's oh. it's a docu it, drama it's it's done almost like they're like npr reporters but they're not obviously is it, it has it, a really bad ending it's not based off anything real not that all. i know of okay and they that, those same people did one called tannis that's pretty good they did rabbits which was okay i see that last movie which is pretty good too and tannis i think that, that yeah okay. and i think tannis ended up becoming like stitcher premium so i fell off of that for that reason it looks like it's uh on uh black tapes yeah there's some of it still there but like i think this it was like the third season was stitcher premium exclusive i was like don't do do that black tapes is over it ended poorly i think but overall i like it that's where i first learned about baba yaga actually oh really yeah okay um a couple of youtube things looking up archive i may listen to it because i'm always looking for things to listen to it was kind of creepy like it got creepy for me yeah so i've I've forgotten most of what happened in it Uh, oh they're up to season three so i guess i get to find out what happens because it ends on a cliffhanger the show ends on a cliffhanger yeah the um lime town that one like season one of the podcast ends on a cliffhanger Mm -hmm. then season two like goes off in a different direction and it, apparently it's because the actual creators went and worked on the TV show instead. And nobody um, liked the TV show, though, so that got canceled, too. I hate that. A um, couple of YouTube things I want to recommend. Okay. One is a channel called No Clip. It's uh, done by a guy named Danny O'Dwyer. Mm-hmm. He's actually Irish. O'Dwyer. So, yeah. Danny O'Dwyer. He's, he's from Ireland. He lives in, like, Oakland now, but, you know. It's <laughs> uh, unfortunate. He does these video game documentaries that are, like, really well-produced uh, I watched one recently about DMA de- DMA Design, who you may remember as the people who invented Grand Theft Auto. Oh, okay. And it, st- it talks about how they started off. They're like this like small team. They're based in like a in Dundee, Scotland, which is not a big town, and that's where like they got their start is like making stuff. Hmm. Uh, it's really interesting, and he has a bunch of other stuff that's really cool that he did. That's I- worth watching. I um. I was just thinking, I have one drama audio, um, podcast that I've listened to. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be good because it has, um, I'm blanking on his name. He's in Stranger Things. He plays the cop dad. Oh, Harbor. David Harbor. Yeah. Yeah. David Harbor's in it. And did you ever watch The Walking Dead? Yeah, I watched the first I watched four seasons like the first season that's it but the mom of the kid you know the kid that becomes one eye yeah i can't think of her name and i was thinking about her because i listened to a podcast where they talked about the show colony which she is on oh <laughs> along with sawyer from lost oh, I and i also watched sawyer. a youtube video about lost recently oh, I've lost the top five favorite shows of all it's time. really good and i just want to say if you're a hater of lost it's because you probably didn't watch it or if you did that's fine um but also most importantly they weren't in purgatory. You're dumb if you think that. There's a lot of people who are like, they said it wasn't in purgatory and then it was in purgatory. It's like, no, that, that's not what it was. You're idiots or you heard somebody who lied to you. And that's all I'm going to say about the ending of Lost. You're all wrong. Go watch you say it. it's about purgatory. We, I um, had a, we, well, we had a friend in college, uh, Ben Nicer. Remember him? Yeah. Yeah. We would do a Lost recap every week on Lost parties and he was really into Lost and lost debates and it was it was good stuff. It was, that was a good show. 
It was a great show. It's underrated. And yeah. I, I understand why people got upset about it. It's a lot easier, especially for like the way you watched it the first time with yeah. streaming. You yeah. got to go like, you didn't have to go like one week and go, what the flip? Yeah. I got to wait a whole week for this. I got to basically binge it all up until the last season. And then yeah. by the time I got to the last season, it was basically getting ready to premiere on TV the next in the next couple of weeks. And, and then those I, last few seasons were short too compared to the other mm-hmm. ones they weren't doing 24 long, episodes yeah, or whatever long long and they're long episodes so um yeah uh last thing another youtube thing i want to oh, recommend oh, yeah sorry yeah. is uh, ch- uh there's a channel called folding ideas i've recommended them before mm-hmm. they had a video called in search of a flat earth which is incredible uh he's done another one that is like the seminal work on this like weird thing that's happening called the problem with nfts and it goes into all the crypto stuff, what it is, how it works, the problems with it, the culture surrounding it, and like the toxic culture surrounding it. Uh, it's really great video. I highly recommend it. And anything else on his channel is also really good. Especially the Flat Earth one is really good. Mm-hmm. A YouTube channel I would like to recommend, Andrew, Yeah, is our own. We oh, have a YouTube channel. We do technically channel. have that. We don't post any any visual stuff it's all audio it's just our podcast some people like that so it's there yeah we get a couple views every once in a while yeah but yeah Yeah, i think that's that's about it i i'm gonna go back i started playing mass effect Mm -hmm. um i want to save i i love the lore you know how like skyrim and stuff you can read books and it's like oh this lore is so Mm -hmm. interesting and weird and crazy mass effect is more upfront with it they have like just a section like after you talk to like a certain species it's like this is what the deal is with the Krogans and stuff. Oh, okay. And so, okay. and it's narrated by some guy who has a, I think he did the narration on like Medal of Honor and the Gundam Wing commercial and some other stuff. He's done voice acting stuff. Um, but I'm really loving the lore dumps in there where it's like, yeah, and then they inv- I do like that they invented too. a mutation so they couldn't that species couldn't reproduce as quickly anymore. Hmm. Only one in a thousand births are viable. It's messed up. Wow. Yeah, I'll tell you. Maybe if I remember, I'll tell you like the full story next week. I'll just save it up. Okay. Yeah, because I've been thinking in my head like how I would recount this whole lore dump. And it's like, this would take a while. Yeah. So we'll save that for another time maybe. Um, but until then. And just one more thing, just another little reminder here. Um, you, in case you don't know, which I think most people do, you can order four free COVID tests from the United States Postal Service. Unfortunately, it is only four per household, um, which is kind of lame because people in England get seven a day <laughs> if they want it. But it is whatever. Okay, we at least get four. Um, well, so, the good news is our birth rate is going down, so there's le- the households are smaller. That's right. But so it's like me and John get two. We better really save them till we feel real bad. But they're at home COVID tests. You can do it from the United States USPS.com. You can you can do that. So it's free. Um, you just sign up and they'll just send it in your mailbox at the end of this month. Also, it's tax season. Do your taxes. Hooray. Yay. This is really fun. This is government reminder corner. <laughs> and be sure to rat out your friends for ten dollars. That's right. <laughs> And if you won't, don't want to do that, then you can visit us on Facebook at Paint the Town Dead. You can visit us visit vi, vi, uh, visit us on Instagram at Paint the Town Dead, all one word. Visit us on Twitter at pttdpod. Email us at pttdpod at gmail.com. 
Be sure to subscribe on anything you can, rate five stars, anything you can, like anything you can, share anything you can, comment, um, send us messages, whatever you want to do. We like interacting with you guys. Um, but anyways, uh, until, till, till next time, till our next Harry Potter quiz. Hope you have a yeah, wonderful. That'll be Goblet of Fire. I'll, Is that the fourth one? My favorite book. Okay. It's big. Listen, you know what I'm going to do? Big, big talk. You know what I'm going to do? What are you going to do? I'm listening to the audiobook in the meantime. All right. You said you're going to do that for the other ones, I think. But I got 100 on Azkaban. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. Goblet of Fire, 100%. We're going for it again. Go for it. All right, guys. Have a good couple of weeks. We'll see you later. Goodbye. Happy Fortnite. <laughs>